The man who discovered the blood moons is here with us. This is not good. This is one bucket wow. of pancakes. The man of the toupee. He's on the front page of New York There's no respect for white European males anymore. Yeah, I, I I can't believe I even told you guys this. Chris Kutan like yelled at me once when he was like at River Center. Because we went to like well there was that bar we all like went to. It was this like bar all the comics went to. Okay. And I guess he was trying to be cool or like show up and hang out with the comic. Because this was like two thousand nine, two thousand ten. Oh shit. And me and my friend got really drunk and we played the uh Night the Roxbury song like a bunch of times <laughs> in the jukebox. <laughs> he was like, Who did that? And I was like 20 and hammered i was like i did and he was like oh you think that's funny you think that's funny you think you're the first person that did it and i was like <laughs> i think it's funny and you seem to be like upset by it and he's just like <laughs> screaming at me chris katan is just like turn it off now and i'm like i can't i i can't turn it off i i had to unplug the jukebox he's just like screaming at me which to be fair i got warned like not to do that Wait, someone, someone, so someone was like, "Hey, he gets like really it. furious when you play it at the Roxbury song." <laughs> that movie's bad. I mean, it has a uh, Colin Quinn in it. Oh, good. He's like, "Hey, cancel culture, baby." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Chris Kattan, he fucking screamed at me hard, <laughs> like in my face. Man, like, you think that's a fucking funny thing to do to someone? I was like, "Is he tiny? He's tiny, yeah. right?" Which is why it's crazy he was screaming at me because I'm like a big guy. I'm like, I could crush yeah. you, Colky Romano. I could <laughs> smash you. And no one would miss you. Literally, no one would miss you. This is like nine years after Corky Romano. What have you done? Nothing. I could fucking crush you. Yeah, when you mentioned 09, 2010, I was like, oh shit. So he, and I was like, oh wait, no, he was already done by then, right? Like, yeah, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't like a big draw at River Center then, which is like a mafia front in a mall like, he wasn't like a big draw then and Shit. uh yeah he was like in my he was like, screaming at me and i was like this is pretty <laughs> fucking funny like i can only do this to two people it's you and like will ferrell and i'm sure will ferrell like wouldn't give a shit which makes it even funnier that will ferrell's like oh this is yeah that movie i was in before i was in like a thousand more successful ones <laughs> 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 he wouldn't care, but like Chris Kattan is like, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you bullying me with? <laughs> are you bullying me with this movie? Corey Romano is pretty funny though. I saw it in theaters with my stepdad. How long ago was that? When did that Corey Romano? I was like ten years old. It was like yeah, the first I mean... time I like hung out with my stepdad. 
my mom was like, you need some like one-on-one time. You should go to a movie. And we're like, what's play? It was a quarter mono. And I was like, this sucks shit. I hate you. <laughs> Why did you make me see this? Even as a 10-year-old, I was like, this is a bad movie. It came out in 2001. Yeah, so it was like 10 years old. 9-11 just happened. I was like bummed out. My dad died. 9-11 happened. It did just happen. It came out October 12th. <laughs> Oh shit! Yeah, no, she so wasn't my stepdad yet because. Man, oh, so shit. my dad died in like March of two thousand, and so my mom started like dating, and then she was like, "You're meeting this guy," and I was like, "I'm bummed about nine eleven. I gotta meet this fucking guy." And he's like, "Let's go see Corker Romano," and I was like, "This is." I'm gonna grow up to do drugs. I'm gonna do drugs so I get older. <laughs> <laughs> this is the same guy who like later when him and my mom were married we went to go see uh get rich or die trying that 50 cent oh. movie and like after the movie he was like oh that movie was really good um who's the young man who played 50 cent in it <laughs> you know <laughs> i was we were in the car and i was just like furious my mom was like what's wrong <laughs> when i got home and i was like he fucking the character's not even named 50 Cent. He's, he's a fake character, and it's... I was, like, I was furious. I was, like, he's not even playing 50 Cent in the movie. It's, like, a fictional movie. It's, like, a made-up movie. He's playing some guy named, like, Clark or something. He's not playing 50 Cent, even. He was just, like, who's the guy playing 50 Cent? It's, like, it's fucking 50 Cent. He's playing the lead in this shitty movie that I thought was cool when I was 13. <laughs> He's the guy my mom left in the middle of the night. She just like woke me and my brother up and was like, we're leaving. <laughs> <laughs> and then they just like a movie fan take our stuff from his house like the next day. <laughs> what was wrong with him? I don't understand. Oh, he was a psychopath. Oh, okay. He was like a legitimate like sociopath and he was also afraid okay. to yeah. order from the drive-thru. Like, when he'd go to drive throughs and he'd be in the driver's seat and be like, can I help you? He'd go, oh, oh, you do it, to my mom. He was like, he'd be like, what can we get you? And he'd be like, I, oh, oh, I can't do it, you do it. And he'd just, like, lean back and make my mom oh, no. order food for us. <laughs> yeah, he sucks shit. Um, <laughs> anyway, welcome to the spin do <laughs> Say what? I just I like the three things I know about this guy is that he couldn't order in a drive through He watched Corker Romano with him. <laughs> he also <laughs> well, he also like did this thing where my brother had this like Super Nintendo he bought from like a garage sale. <laughs> and one time my brother my brother like came in from playing and he just like started like screaming bloody murder. And my mom's like, What's wrong? And like my stepdad was, like, trying to put a VHS copy of Serpico in the Super Nintendo, and he's like, it won't fit, and he, like, broke the Nintendo. This <laughs> 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 like, my brother, who was, like, seven, was just, like, crying, going, stop, and he's like, don't let me do it, and he's just like... He was a professor, too. That's what makes him way more fucked up. He, like, taught law at, like, Oxford. What was he a professor in? What the fuck? Oh, he taught law at Ole Miss in, like, Oxford, Mississippi. Oh, that tracks. That tracks. Yeah. Law? And he was, like, he had to watch fucking... 
Serpico for like a thing he was doing in class. And this was like in 2005-ish. So he could just add a DVD of it. He's just like trying to jam a fucking VHS into a Super Nintendo until it broke. And he's like, oops, I guess that's not a VHS. He asked my mom where the VHS was, and she's like, "We don't fuck, we don't have one." What are you talking about? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, welcome to the Spin Doctrines podcast, the podcast about stepdads. <laughs> Dude, I've had so many stepdads, like five different stepdads, and they all suck shit. They're all bad. Well, I've had none, so I don't know. How we're gonna... uh, do this episode. Ah, well. Fuck. She get more stepdads. Yeah, I, I gotta get some. Uh, yeah. This is the Spin Doctors Podcast. The <laughs> podcast about propaganda and the people who peddle it. I'm Travis Reyes. I'm Kenny Van. And I'm Amador Salazar. That's probably our longest intro, I think, of all time. That's the first time we've done, like, a cold open. Yeah. I think. I think I, just, I think it was just riffing and you're like, start recording, and then magic happen i hope i hope this is someone's first episode and they're just like why is this guy talking about a stepdad at fucking corky <laughs> for 40 minutes it's like the the, the photo on on freaking the podcast app has rush limbaugh on it why aren't they talking about rush on it oh we did that stepdad? for like three hours <laughs> and then he died <laughs> Or like the ring, when you talk about someone, they die like six months later. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't we do a Jordan Peterson episode? Then his wife like made him go stay in the hostel from ho- or not his his daughter made him go stay in the hostel from hostel. Yeah, yeah. They, he's we're doing like good work here. We're fucking like, cursing people. Sorry, yeah, I meant to when I said daughter. I, I when I, I said wife, what I meant to say daughter because I'm watching that Woody Allen documentary. <laughs> Where they talk about his weird daughter wife like a bunch. You're watching that? I, I'm like three episodes in. I don't know if I'll finish it. I think I get it. <laughs> <laughs> you, you just get it. What what's there to get? I mean, I mean that he's he, like a he's like a creep. I think like I got it before I watched it. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure. I don't know. All this movie is about how he likes to fuck like teenagers, and he's like a playwright. He's like, yeah, I write, I write plays about like death, and I'm also gonna fuck this teenager. That's like every Woody Allen movie. Mm. So it's like weird that uh, he also plays the oboe, which is like a, I don't know. It's an instrument a creep would play. I think. <laughs> I can't think what? of I can't think of a sane person that plays the oboe. The only person I knew who played the oboe. Was uh, someone who was the daughter of a band director, mm-hmm. which that makes Pervert, sense, right? That, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you got anyone uh, got their stimulus money yet? I did. Oh shit! Yeah, did you get direct I, deposit, I or did you guys get a check in the mail? Uh, no, I I have direct deposit. Mm. The government just like sends it to me to my bank. Well, like, shit! To it. I don't have that. So I don't have mine yet. No? Motherfucker. 
Oh, what are you going to spend it on? I'm buying uh, CC's Pizza gift vouchers, pizza vouchers. <laughs> oh, I'm buying uh, the complete Blu-ray edition of uh, Mike and Molly. That's what I'm spending my uh, 1400 on, the complete series, Blu-ray, Mike and Molly. And it comes with the guy who plays Mike. And the disc are inside him, and you <laughs> just like open him up, and the disc are in him. It's like some weird like Hellraiser thing. Like, you're like, I want to watch season one, and you open him up, and he just goes, and screams, and there's, like, just bloody DVDs inside of him that you have to clean before you watch. But it's worth, like, $1,400 to have this weird Cronenbergian nightmare live in my house. It's the Mike and Molly guy. <laughs> just suspended by chains on my roof with DVDs hanging out of him. <laughs> what is going on in Austin, man? Oh, Austin is our our new mayor's the Hellraiser from Hellraiser. Oh, good. <laughs> 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 I'd vote for Hellraiser at this point. I think it'd be cool just to have a demon as a mayor. Uh, I mean, you could do worse, so. I mean, we don't know Hellraiser's politics. He doesn't, like, talk about him in the movie, really. He yeah, could be, like, might be communist or, like, a leftist. No one knows. He could be Bernie Sanders. He could have True. the exact same politics as Bernie. <laughs> or Ed. he could be, like, a lame San Antonio mayor who's like, I'm nonpartisan. We have a lot of that weird shit. I don't know. I think Hellraiser's cooler than Ron... Oh, yeah. Berg. I think he's, like, Absolutely. way cooler, just based off the fact that he has pens in his head. Yeah, I mean, that's hard to top. I mean, it's between, as far as mayors over history goes, it's either Hellraiser or Bernie and no one else. <laughs> Those are the two good ones. <laughs> Those are the two good ones. They're both, they're both senators in Vermont, too, which is weird. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if there's any any state that was going to have Hellraiser as a senator, it would probably be Vermont. I'm trying to think what other horror guys would make good mayors. I was going to say Freddy Krueger, but it's like, that. I can't, like, he's a Woody Allen. <laughs> I forgot that's a yeah. big part. I forget that's a big part of Freddy Krueger's backstory. Those movies aren't HBO, and I was, like, watching them, and I was like, Freddy's tight. He's, like, does jokes. <laughs> and shit and then there's like oh by the way I like I like killed a bunch of children I was like oh god dude <laughs> come on <laughs> and just like that Travis cancelled Freddy Krueger see <laughs> see what you did to Freddy Krueger got cancelled when all those like parents burned him alive <laughs> I thought you're watching Nightmare on Elm Street going like no these jokes are nice <laughs> they're funny Freddy Krueger's fucking funny dude <laughs> he does like puns like he's like like, he'll go, like, wind a long face, and he'll, like, stretch someone's face out, and it'll be, like, bloody and all fucked up, and it's awesome. You're telling me he's a wordsmith? Yeah. He does puns like, and shit. He does one-liners. He's like Mitch. He's like Mitch. He's like Mitch Hedberg, but cooler. Because yeah. he has claws for hands. So Freddy's out. Uh, Jason doesn't talk, so... <laughs> Uh, Michael Myers, he's cool. I'd vote for Michael Myers. Is he tall? He's like seven foot tall, which is good. He doesn't yeah, talk, uh, but he's... That's weird. 
You think it's weird that Kane, yeah. the fucking wrestler Kane, didn't talk, and he's a fucking governor. He's not a governor. What he was? What was he? He was like a the president. He was the president. Oh shit! Of America, Kane. Oh, good. <laughs> isn't, isn't Bernie Sanders like freakishly tall? Like way taller than you think? Yeah, Bernie. He's, he's seven foot three. <laughs> he's Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in <laughs> white face. I. I've stood near him, um, and he's like six three or something. That's good. That's like an NBA point guard, right? Like Tony Parker size. Yeah. Bernie Sanders, Tony Parker, and Ray Romano. Ray Romano is like six foot three. Did you know that? He kind of seems like he is. Like he he looks like those like someone that's six three, but like just like dumpy. Yeah. What a waste of height on Ray Romano. Ray Romano could literally be five foot three and he'd be the same guy. Why are you why are you wasting height yeah. on him? Give that height well, to no like reason. I don't know, Isaiah Thomas or someone in the NBA that needs it. Oh man. Freddie's only six foot. Yeah, that's still Donald Trump's six foot three though. I don't believe that. <laughs> I don't even Because Barrett Trump's already like Taller than him, and I don't think Baron Trump's like six foot seven. <laughs> oh, Baron Trump is gonna be in the NBA draft next year. Don't worry. I wasn't worried Trump about that. Trump is absolutely six three. How do you know that? How do you know he's like, like he just looks he, like he? Is. But he also he says looks, he weighs like one hundred forty pounds or some shit. He's a liar. No he says that. No, no he no. says something like weird. He's like I only weigh like two hundred twenty pounds. He's like you don't. You're like a you garbage bag full of cream corn. You're like four hundred <laughs> pounds. Yeah, he's Back, a backwards you. <laughs> weird shape. Yeah, he looks like one of those wonder shows and puppets. You're just like a lumpy, fucking gross thing. <laughs> Chucky, would you vote for Chucky, the doll Chucky? Yeah. Uh, no, le- but the leprechaun. This is what I was gonna say leprechaun from Leprechaun. I'd vote for him. Hey, you have to. It was just St. Patty's Day recently. Ah, <laughs> oh, forgot. But I bet Leprechaun would be like, I'm the Leprechaun from the movie Leprechaun. Did you know the Irish were slaves too? And he'd be like, Oh, come on, Leprechaun <laughs> from Leprechaun. <laughs> Uh, who else? What other horror movie guys are there? Dracula from Dracula. I don't think he, he's not American, so I don't think he can run. Uh, he, could, he could be a mayor and not be. Oh, I mean, oh, we're just talking about was the governor. So. Oh yeah, Predator. <laughs> what if they ran Predator that. against Schwarzenegger? Who would win? <laughs> I'd vote for Predator. I think Predator's tight. I think it's funny too. I like his bits. <laughs> I I don't know how that race ends. Honestly, I feel like they would end up killing each other, or one of them kills the other, and then that's how we elect the new leader. Like at that point, we're not voting for anyone. Jesse Ventura was also a predator. He was a fucking elected official. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's tight. Predator's fucking tight, even though it's about, like... The first, like, 40 minutes of that movie is just them being, like... They're just they're just doing, like, weird, like, Blackwater shit, like, mowing down. 
they're like mowing down some like South American village, and it's like, Ugh. and then the predator shows up. You're like, oh fuck, a tight. He kills all of them. <laughs> so the predator's the good guy, I think. The predator's like fighting so, yeah. American imperialism by killing Jesse Ventura and the Carl Weathers guy. I mean, yeah. <laughs> and then I mean, in the second movie, doesn't he just like murder a bunch of cops? Yeah. Oh, he's good. He's good. <laughs> Yeah, he does kill. And then the third, no, the third one's the one where he puts out those weird people on his planet. And Adrian Brody is the star of it for some reason. He was like 170 pounds. Adrian Brody and like the guy from that, Eric Foreman from that 70s show are like the leads <laughs> in Predator 3. It's so weird. It's such a weird movie. There was a cool yeah. part though where a Yakuza guy fights the Predator and that's pretty tight to see happen. But yeah, Predator's a good guy. I think Predator would win. He'd abolish the police. Uh, I yeah, I mean, I, he would, but I, I feel like he would establish himself as the police is the problem. He's like a libertarian. That's why you send the aliens in. So you send the xenomorphs in. You in the next cycle. <laughs> you like the xenomorphs. <laughs> and then I don't know. I don't know. Maybe then it's time for a lady and you elect Sigourney Weaver. We get a lady after we get a bunch of aliens and Chucky from <laughs> Child Play. And then a lady gets her chance to lead. <laughs> I mean, as as far as I'm concerned, that is the timeline we're on right now. Predator from Predator. Yeah. <laughs> Xenomorph from Aliens. Leprechaun from Leprechaun. AOC. Those are the next presidents. <laughs> All right, yeah, so uh, let's actually get into the show. Um, let's run down some quick uh, news stories. Uh, Dan Bongino, he's taking over for Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> Don't know much about Dan Bongino, except his name sounds like hello in Italian, or good in Italian. It sounds like some word in Italian. That's about all I know about Dan Bongino. Bongino. What does Bongiorno mean? Hmm? Is Dan Italian? I don't fucking know what he is. I don't know shit about <laughs> this guy. He's like one of those right-wing guys that has like millions of followers, but I don't ever hear shit from him. Because I think he's like one of those dudes that's like bland enough. Right. But now Maybe. he's the Rush Limbaugh of America. He's like so the new pope. he's the most bland. Yeah. How do you think they announced that? You think you know how like they like do the smokestack when they announce a new pope? <laughs> How do you think they did that? <laughs> they probably did that in America, but it was like toxic fumes from like a factory over like an orphanage. They just like release like soot and anthrax into a child <laughs> orphanage and we're like, oh, we have a new Limbaugh. <laughs> when a rush Limbaugh dies? <laughs> yeah, it's just it's a bunch. Either, it's either that or like they announced the replacement by like just having one of those, another one of those like face masks burning rallies that have been going on oh it's like lord of the rings where it's just like when they see like the fire goes up they just have a guy ride horses and then they burn more masks in another city until the whole world knows yeah yeah uh george w bush spoke at south by southwest yes you know that cool Austin you know Bulls. that you know that cool music festival that like the butthole surfers and she used to play yeah now they got george w bush speaking there <laughs> And, uh, boy, he had some thoughts about the Capitol riots. 
He uh, he said they made him sick to his stomach. <laughs> Georgie got a tummy ache. <laughs> He's just sad that he didn't get to do them. Man, I mean, it's so weird that that happened, and so now, so now Trump is the worst president, right? Like, there's, you know, a lot of people didn't want to talk about it, but like George I mean, W. Bush was pretty bad domestically. Domestically, Trump's the worst. I'd say, like, is globally. I don't well, know. I'd say globally. Happened, like, if COVID had happened during Bush. Like they would have, they would have botched that shit. Yeah, just as bad. They botched fucking Katrina really yeah. bad. Well, and he also did nine eleven. <laughs> Trump didn't know nine eleven, so I mean, in that in that interview with Bush too, they asked him like, "So, do you think the election was like definitely not stolen?" And he went, "Well." I think that it was confirmed when Biden was inaugurated. So, like, even George W. Bush is like, well, yeah, no, it was probably stolen, though. Like, okay. He's like a serial killer. He's like a serial killer that becomes like a... Becomes like a hunter of other serial killers for the kind. He's like Dexter. He's like a serial killer that only kills serial killers. Why are we (laughs) trusting this guy to tell us anything? What's wild about that is... I I didn't know that he said it... I guess, you know, the inauguration confirmed it, but that's crazy because he literally stole an election. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's so the Yeah, so he's like, well, you know, uh, it's Biden. Oh, you want to you want to hear my favorite part about the whole thing? So the reason he's doing this like South by Southwest event, oh shit. Uh is he's promoting his new book of uh paintings called uh <laughs> one of What's it called? Out of many, one portraits of American immigrants. Yep. He's Hannibal <laughs> Lecter. That's like, like this is the this is the Gitmo guy, and he's just like a like, nah, yes, yeah, beautiful immigrants, and he's just painting his victims. Well, did, it's. I mean, I he did it with, being like in one of those detention centers, and you're like, who's that fucking guy over there painting on that easel in the middle? No, it's George Bush. Painting these kids being put in catches—it's <laughs> fucking disgusting. Instead of like, instead of like wine and like a glass, it's just like Baja <laughs> Blast. And he's instead of listening like Mozart, he's listening to the courtesy of the word "Red, White, and Blue" song. Just like painting just... dudes, <laughs> painting people at the border. This is—you know what's crazy? He did, if I'm not mistaken, he did, he also did one on like war vets. Yeah, which is like. You literally caused that shit, and now you're making money. He's painting. His, he's people. painting his victims. Yeah, he's literally painting his victims. He's a serial killer. This is the creepiest shit that anyone's ever done. He just like lives in an isolated r- ranch and just paints people he killed. He has a book that's called "Portrait of a Veteran." He's just like taking pictures of people coming back from Iraq. It just looks like I bet all those drawings just look like those like these weird like Tim Burton things, just like pale skin and like sunken eyes, and he's like, I did this to this man. I'm sure some of those proceeds go to charities of some sort, but still it's weird. It's still weird. 
Yeah, I mean, you can just give him money to the charity. You don't have to be like a psychopath who's like... Yeah, yeah exactly. You don't have to paint these people... Like, you're the guy that ruined their lives. Yeah, you don't get to do yeah, that. You could have, like, not started an illegal war that lasted yeah. long. <laughs> Man, it's wild. Because that shit's still going on. And we're all just... Like, we can't do anything. Yeah, it's, it's still going on, and then they just have, like, fucking... The guy who started it speaking at South by Southwest, the festival for <laughs> fucking indie bands. He's, like, opening I, the festival. It's like... I hope he opened for, like, the Shins or something. It'd be funny. <laughs> it's just, like, some, like, very poppy... I hope he opened for Glenn Danzig. Band. I hope he goes on tour with Glenn Danzig, George Bush, or and fucking, Danzig on tour together. Or he can go on tour with Nick Cage's son. That oh, guy. Yeah. Is that guy in a band? That's a just god, look that, like he's that god kid has a band, dude. Oh shit, I want to listen to that band. Yeah. I'm sure it's tight. What if <laughs> the Misfits cool. get back together and it's Glenn, Glenn Danzig and everyone else is members of the Bush administration? <laughs> <laughs> just, instead of like the rest of the misfits it's just like George Bush and... I bet Dick Cheney can slap the bass pretty hard yeah who would play the drums man that seems young Sheldon's grandpa <laughs> yeah alright make it happen Georgie join the misfits or black flag join black flag one of the punk bands <laughs> <laughs> Join bad brains. I don't care. Just do it. Um, what else do we have? Oh yeah, Joe Biden uh t- t- made up a weird like scene from a Fast and the Furious movie about Putin and told it to reporters. Oh yeah, <laughs> that weird thing where he's like, "I met with fucking Putin and I looked him dead in his eyes and said, you have no soul.'" And Putin was like, "I respect you for saying that." Like, that never fucking happened. <laughs> you like tried to say hi to Putin and then you tripped over your feet and he like laughed at you. It called you a slur and then you were like, We gotta go and then you thought that lie to tell yeah, like that's more insane than anything Trump would have said. Right, I also well, didn't... tell a world leader you don't have a soul. <laughs> like, that's an insane thing to do. I also didn't do it, so Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if there was it's any leader, it's worse because he's long, long, just lying about it. I mean, if there was any leader like Putin, Putin's would probably agree and be like, "Yeah, I know." That's but then he would also be like, "I know that's why I'm going to nuke America." <laughs> like you say that to him, but Putin's a Putin's like a psychopath. It would be like, "That's true, but you can't say that to me." So death to America now. Also, like, Joe Biden has, like, a... He started his campaign. Remember he started his campaign at that pool? With, like, those kids just behind him? And he was like, yeah, I beat these guys to death with, like, a fucking bike chain or something. (laughs) (laughs) He he grabbed the chain because he thought he was going to get in a fight. Yeah, and And he, like, told the guy, just like, I'm good. Yeah, it's the corn pop thing. Yeah, Corn Pop had uh, ran with a bunch of bad dudes. And he had a knife, and then Joe Biden took a chain and he's like, I'll beat the shit out of you, and then they respected yeah. him. He just tells these like, weird lies. Yeah, I mean, the, that story, though, what's insane about that story is that the context of that is that this was back, like, probably during segregation, and so he was probably just being a huge, 
like racist piece of shit. And like, what a weird way to start your fucking campaign. And then to deliver the goods, like, you, oh, yeah. oh, let's listen here, Jack. Strom Thurmond's my best friend. He's my best friend. <laughs> yeah. This is a bunch of like fucking eight year olds. Just like big, I want to. I thought we were fucking going in the pool. <laughs> Just stand by this like weird old guy ram ramble for like an hour and a half. That is my favorite Joe Biden story though, where he's like, all the kids would run up to me and pat down the wet, hairy legs, and and then so I know about roaches. Like, uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> Imagine being like a kid. One of those kids is just being like, it's like, it's, it's like 90 degrees. It's hot. I want to fucking go in the pool. And then this guy's just like going like, yeah, little boys used to touch my leg hair. And then I beat a man to death with a pipe. Anyway, I'm going to be, I'm going to, I'm going to be president. That's the story they have. Yeah. I once met, I once met the president of the United States. He made me pat down his wet hair. <laughs> Oh, cool. You met Joe Biden? When did you meet him? Oh, it was the fucking corn pop time. I met Joe Biden during the corn pop story. It was one of the kids behind him getting a heat stroke. Imagine hanging the, the sun terror. for hours. Imagine the terror of, like, those kids. Like, just knowing that their lifeguard is now the president of the fucking country. You think he took a shift? Are those kids yeah. that day? Or are those kids from that? Yeah. Like, and they grow up, and this guy, this old bumbling fool becomes the fucking president. That's got to be a weird time to be alive. I mean. Yeah, just like the weird, like, when you, you're like a 50-something-year-old like person, you're like, oh, shit, that, I know that guy. I know the president. Yeah, yeah. he used to just, like, swing, like, a bike chain over his head <laughs> until it's, like, not to run around the pool. He's <laughs> the worst lifeguard. He had this weird, like, Tyler Durden guy named Corn Pop that he used to just, like, fight with. <laughs> it turns out he was Corn Pop the whole time. <laughs> he blew up a bank and was like, credit is canceled. <laughs> oh, speaking of canceled, uh, Andrew Cuomo is not succumbing to cancel culture. So mm. that's that's good. Right? Can't wait for his... Uh... Can't wait for his podcast on the Legion of Skanks Comedy Network. The Andrew Cuomo. Yeah. I mean, Have you heard that story about his dad where he like made the his dad's like political like buttons were like vote Cuomo and not the homo about his like fucking opponent? Yeah. 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 He's, he was born to be a Legion of Skank. <laughs> I mean, what's wild is the that one clip that goes around Twitter every now and then of him going like, "I am, I am a woman, I am gay, I am a Muslim." It's like, what the fuck is happening right now? What is, he's just shape shifting into all these weird, like different identities. He's an X Men. I'm Bernie Sanders, <laughs> dude. It's it's like very funny for someone who's being cu- accused of like murdering thousands of people on top yeah. of like being like a like a serial like abuser to be like, look, I'm not going to let cancel culture get the best of me. It's not like he like said some joke on Twitter yeah. like five years ago that people are like, he's like literally murder people and 
is being accused of like abuse and he's like look this is cancel culture what's happening to me <laughs> that's uh, i think that's the sad thing though it's like i don't think this would would be a story about cancel culture if it wasn't about the women coming forward like right. the stories of abuse because like the other side of it is he was covering up people's deaths yeah but they're like oh also he's a sexual abuser and like did a bunch of fucking gross shit, and they're like, oh, you're trying to just cancel him. I'm like, no, no, <laughs> like, why is that? And even if they are, it's like, well, I mean, like, you know what I mean? Like, if they're like, oh, they're just trying to cancel culture him, it's like, okay, but also, like, what about all those people he murdered? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's such a weird dance, right? Like, it's such a buzzword that you can say that it becomes headlines and that is part of the narrative now, no matter what. Right. I've been thinking like, cause this is like a thing that's prevalent, like in a lot of our lives, mostly cause that we do comedy and know a lot of comics. Like right. cancel culture has been a thing that people have been saying for like fucking years, like way before it was like the thing it is now. And now you get vid- there's like that video of like Tim Dillon where it's like Tim Dillon destroys COVID nurse while defending comedy. And it's yeah, just like it's this like, like I don't know. It's like this weird thing where like any critique lobbed at you is fucking them trying to cancel you and <sighs> That's the weird thing too about especially when it pertains to like comedy, because I was like there's a lot of like self aggrandizement like you're a comedian you're supposed to like literally be the butt of a joke like you're this is about like not taking things seriously well no yeah that's the point i was getting to before i rambled off my the fucking tim dylan thing was that like <laughs> there's like shit with like louis and like chris diella where they're like yeah i did the thing i'm being accused of i'm like a real shitty person sorry i guess and they just do this like really lighthearted, like or like i got caught up in the lifestyle of fucking children or whatever Chris Diello was accused of. And then you get comics going like, why won't you let this man live and have a career? He said he was sorry. You're canceling him even though he's remorseful. And it's like, that's not how it works, man. Like, that's... It's like, it's like a very weird thing where, like... Well, yeah, I mean, Chris Delia committed fucking crimes so right, <laughs> right. And, but there's so many comics being like look he said he was sorry let him have his fucking podcast back so we can laugh <laughs> and it's know, like that's not how no you don't get to go like they're canceling him it's like he's like yeah i did crimes i got caught up in the lifestyle of doing crimes and then after he said sorry more people were like oh yeah this guy like assaulted me or raped me and then you get his friends being like, look, he said sorry. That's enough. Let him yeah. let him make a million dollars from Netflix. Or else you're cancel culturing him. It's like, no, dude. <laughs> like if a criminal, like if a murderer is like, look, I'm sorry for the murders. I got caught up in the lifestyle. They don't go like, he's sorry. I guess free him or else it's cancel culture. It's fucking... Comedy's dumb. You know what's crazy? Like, <laughs> I, I'm just thinking about how, you know, anyone that has been doing comedy always hears about, 
you know, there's a, like back in the day, there was these like road comics and they were road comics, wink, wink, because, you know, they were pretty much evading the law. Like, yeah. it's weird how that still tracks. Like, Chris D'Elia was going town to town and doing the things that he was doing. And yeah, I mean, that's, that's what, you know, you on tour, some people like the, are, Shitty people do shitty things all over the fucking country. That's crazy. I don't know. It's, uh, but yeah, what's happening to Quavo is not cancel culture. No, <laughs> and what's happening to Chris Diella is not fucking cancel culture. It's like, you guys huh? did a, you did a crime and then you being punished for that crime. I mean, Andrew Cuomo hasn't, nothing has happened to him other than, you know, his, what he's done well, is being okay, exposed. Yeah. Well, I guess neither has Chris Diella either. I think he has a lawsuit or something, though. But still, like, the threat. Even, like, the threat of, like, being held accountable to your actions is what these people are like. Oh, you're just trying to cancel, like, someone because it's successful. It's like... Right. No. Right. Like, if you showed up to a job late every day or just, like, stopped showing up and then they fired you, you'd be like, you're... You fucking can't canceling me. You can't fucking cancel me, and then it's about to pay him. All right. Uh, speaking of people that you know should be canceled but never will be, Stephen Crowder was in the news again. Oh. Uh, for yeah. I don't know I was Reason. thinking about playing that video, but I don't want to have that on my computer. Yeah. Of him, uh, no. he's just like confused that like black farmers exist. Like that's the whole premise of the bit. Yeah, I mean, not only black farmers, but just farmers of color generally, like, which shouldn't come as a surprise. I don't know, because our whole fuck, like the whole U.S. economy at one time was like sharecroppers and shit. Yeah. Well, he does this like weird bit in there where he's like, um, oh, I thought um, the whole point was black people were trying to uh, not work on farms. And it's like. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah. No, their I issue mean, wasn't the farm work. They were like, oh, man, if I like had like an office slavery job, that would be so much better. That wasn't the issue. The issue was the slavery, not like the location of it. Right. It just so happened that that agrarian economy benefited, right, from, you know, exploiting slaves. Right. And... Yeah, it, I mean, it could have been in any other time period and it would still be slavery no matter what the occupation or whatever <laughs> right. the situation is. Yeah, it's fucking... Stephen Crowder's an idiot. Yeah, he's... Uh, well, he'll come up later in the episode. I don't want to... What's, what's like, weird to me is that like, they make that joke about... Well, I thought they didn't want to work on farms. And they're hearkening back to something worse than what Amy Goodman was literally talking about in the clip they played about the discrimination against farmers of color. And they go, well, I thought they didn't want, like, no, you're, you're actually going back to the thing that's worse than the discrimination against black farmers. You're going all the way back to slavery. Like, how are you making a fucking point if your defense is like, well, I thought they didn't want to be slaves. Like, right, they don't. So that's, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, I don't know. He's too good at comedy. I think we just don't get how good at, at jokes he is. Uh, so, I guess, like, 
one thing is that always gets me is like how fucking like intellectually incurious these people are. Like that, yeah. his like co-host is like, oh, I'm gonna need receipts on that. It's like, just fucking Google it or listen I to the fucking or listen to the video you're playing. Like yeah. listen to the fucking video <laughs> you're playing. It's a, it's a fucking news like fucking show. What the fuck? Also, there's something very funny about like Steven Crowder's like weird Ed McMahon guy being like, um, I'm gonna need to see some um receipts on that to like Amy Goodman. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It's like, who the fuck are you? Like, of all the people that have receipts, it would be her. Right. And, and the other thing is that it, I find it fascinating that they watch a Democracy Now! clip the way I would watch a Fox News clip. <laughs> are you just, like, like, laughing at it? Bullshit. Like, yeah, it's very it? weird like, to do, like, Mystery Science Theater over Democracy Now! Yeah. <laughs> it's so weird. And also, like, the whole, like, I don't know. That's, like, a fucking thing, like, a comic in, like, the 80s would do <laughs> on stage. And even, I think, in the 80s, people would be like, this guy sounds like an asshole. Like, this guy sounds, the the premise of your bit is stupid. It's like the black president thing. It's like, man, they'd be having, like, Air Force Ones, and the plane would be that sneaker. It's just like this like weird like what are you talking about? <laughs> it's bad. I hate it. Uh Steven Crowder, please die. That's the official stance of the pod. <laughs> I feel like that's Allegedly fine to say. our stance on the pod. Parody, satire, blah blah blah. Whatever. Um Oh, did you hear about the fucking thing? I sent it to the group chat this morning about, like, the L.A. sheriffs, like, took pictures of, like, the crash, Kobe Bryant's crash. Yeah. And are, like, we're, like, showing it to people and shit. Yeah. I remember there was a story that came out suggesting that that may have been the case. Uh, But, yeah, I mean, the lawsuit has been filed and it is an ongoing thing. And... Vanessa Bryant, Kobe Bryant's uh, wife, uh, posted a bunch of stuff on Instagram just kind of showing that she's suing a bunch of cops because <laughs> guess what? Cops fucking suck. Oh, what's uh, funny is like uh, the like the head of like the uh, Los Angeles Sheriff Department was like, for the safety of our officers, we're keeping the names anonymous uh, right. until – you know, until we can figure out what's going on. And then someone just, like, tweeted out the names of all the officers, and it's like, yeah, dude, fuck you. Yeah. What a shitty thing to, like... Because, like, the point of doing that was to sell it, right? What do you mean? To, to Taking the pictures of the... The point of it was to, like, sell it later on, right? Um, I don't even know if it was even that. I... Well, I my first they were just like at a bar and just showing it to people. Well, my first thought was earlier before the potter talking about the weird like put the Kanye Pusha T album, right? Where uh, you know that picture on the front of the album? That's like Whitney Houston's like bathroom after she like died. It's like a right, picture right, someone right. took of that, and it got like a lot of shit when it came out because it's like a it's like a super fucked up thing to you know make your album cover. 
But I was sure. thinking it would probably be like that situation where these guys probably thought like either they already tried to sell it and people were like, dude, if we run this, like our organization will be shut down. Fuck you. Or they're saving it to be like, you know, to sell to well, some weird freak like Kanye. It was like, this is my album cover. It's like charred Kobe or something like some fucked up thing like that. That was my thoughts of it. That was my initial kind of. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't. I assumed that they took pictures because they needed, you know, to take pictures of the incident or whatever. Uh, but if you know, I wouldn't be surprised if that ended up being an intent, or you know, someone might think to do something like that. But what I heard was that they were showing these pictures to people like yeah at a tgi fridays or some shit you know yeah like whether it was for profit or the cops were just like literal psychopaths going i look at kobe bryant's corpse yeah like that's like that's not better yeah no none none of it is good yeah i know but all cops are pieces of shit what the fuck (laughs) dude it's like a thing too where like it's crazy. The closest I've seen of like a comic facing repercussions for like anything that they've done is Ari Shafir from like when he like tweeted that thing about Kobe. Mm-hmm. And then people were like, we're going to find you and kill you. And then he hasn't like done, like his career's like not been as like prolific as it was. Part of that's probably the pandemic, but he's not like as, that guy was like on every podcast all the time. And that's like the closest, I think, like people like fucking loved Kobe Bryant. And like, yeah. yeah. So this could do more. I'm not saying this is a joke. This could do more to like sour people on the police than like a lot of shit, which is sad. But like, you know what I mean? People who like are. Yeah, I mean. But people who are for the most part, like even people that are like um, those like. I don't do nothing to the cops and like, then you won't get shot in the street or something. Like, I think there's like a chance that the, like that Kobe thing will turn some of those people. Cause he was such Man. like a beloved fucking guy. He's like a fucking. Yeah. I mean, I struggle to imagine, uh, some of these, you know, well, blue lives well, matter. That's people. not who I'm talking about. Not the blue lives matter people, but we know people like that that aren't like left or right. That are yeah, just kind but, of like, ah, this is none of my business, kind of shit. But are like really into basketball or like the weird, those weird like Travis Scott people, who are like obsessed with Travis. Like I could see like if you do something they perceive as shitty, like the wrong person, I could see them being like, maybe not a radicalizing event, but kind of being like, yeah, dude, these guys aren't. This is not like a stay out of people's way and nothing bad will happen. They do like a fucked up thing for... Do you think that or it'll be like, they'll just view it as an individual problem. Like they'll look at it as like, oh, that those cops that did that are shitty, but... Yeah, I mean, that's the fucking rub about this goddamn country, right? Is that everything becomes just an individualized like moment in time. Like, that's the whole fucking point of capitalism. Um, But it's just weird. I mean, 
I could see the I can I can see all of that, but also I mean, and I don't think any of us were doing that this, but you know, a lot of people did, uh, you know, rise up uh, after George Floyd was murdered, mm-hmm. um, and so, I mean, we're basically you know, a year from that moment, right? Yeah, and a lot has fucking happened, and it's fucking crazy. Um, I don't know. I just, I've been uh, doing a lot of canvassing, like block walking and stuff lately and just walking through San Antonio. And there's a lot of like people that have, you know, the, we back the blue right fucking signs and shit. And it's like, that's like a weird position, right? Because there's those people. And then there's the people that just have like the black lives matter like signs on their yards mm-hmm. and then there are the and then there's like the you know nouveau i don't i don't know if this is accurate like terms for these people but they're like the nouveau like lib rich mm-hmm. people who have the love is love in this house black lives matter in this house science is fuck. real in this house <laughs> <laughs> Macklemore is good at rap. Like it's those yeah. signs, yeah. The people that the people that have the in this house, we fuck. Yeah. <laughs> we don't make love. We fucking. <laughs> it, it's hard for me to see some of those people like, yeah. turning based off of like you know. I I do think Kobe is a big fixture in our popular culture i just struggle with like i've knocked on some of these doors man these people are just straight up just mainlining fox news or whatever like they're yeah well those people that's what i'm saying though those people are lost causes but then there's like well and i'm just going off people that i know personally that they're not like they're absolutely not like you know conservatives they're like yeah trump sucks but that's about as far as the politics go like they hate Ted Cruz, they hate they hate the people they're supposed to hate. You know what I mean? Right. But then when it comes to like the you know, the police violence, they're like Yeah, it sucks, but like that's why you just gotta like stay away from co- like those type of people. Like I grew up around a lot of those people. Yeah. And a lot of those people too, I know absolutely like this would be the kind of thing that like if I called them now and was like, How do you feel about this like this Kobe thing? They'd be like, fuck all the police. Like, fuck them all. <laughs> They'd be like, because this is like sacrilege to them. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's like a weird, I don't know. There's like a very weird like subsect of people that, like it's beyond just like, I like this guy. It's like a hero worship. They do it for this. Like Travis Scott, is a, like I already said, is like a weird guy who has that. There's like these weird people who like have like cult-like followings. And Kobe is absolutely like one of those people. Yeah. So I don't. No, I mean, I don't. No doubt about that. I want to clarify. I don't think it's going to like cause any meaningful like fucking radicalization with anyone. But I do think there's some people that this will be more of like like a personal thing to them, which is like weird considering people's lives were lost. But this is a thing that's like tangible to them, being like. They disrespected this person who is, like, everything to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? mean? Yeah. No, I, I, I hear you. I, it, 
for me, as long as they don't end up being the people that post the yellow squares. Like, Have you heard about that? No, the, what the is the yellow squares? So yeah. Remember the uh, remember like okay, everyone posting black squares on right. Instagram. Mm-hmm. Now there's yellow squares. For Kobe? No, no, no. no. What are no, the yellow sorry, squares? Not for, for Kobe. Oh, no, oh for okay. Yeah, for Asian Americans, Pacific See, Islanders. I'm like so not racist that I didn't even think that. I thought it was like yellow for Lakers colors. Yeah, no, well, yeah. <laughs> like, I, I'm not even joking. I'm saying that as a joke. Like, yeah, no, no, no. I did not put that together at all. I was like, what are you talking about? The yellow squares. For... I was like, no, oh, I fuck. Was... That's like racist as shit. <laughs> yeah, no, I was trying to segue. I was like, as long as they don't become those people, right. I'm Right, and that's what I was like. I thought you were really making a joke, like, oh, the black squares, but like, and I was like, oh, fuck. That, oh. Yeah, that's. Are people really doing that? I don't know. I I saw people talking about it, and I don't don't know. Don't don't do that. (laughs) Don't do that. I think that shit got shut down really quick. Like, I feel like the first, like, white model, like, posted a yellow square. They're like, no. (laughs) No, don't do that. That's good. Yeah, I mean the fact that that's even the move. It's like, what, what emotional attachment can anyone possibly have to like, I guess Instagram? I don't fucking know that you think you're doing something. Well, like, and then with like the black scores, remember like activists were like, "Hey, how about you don't do that?" Because then well, you're not getting information out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There was that whole. <laughs> Social media is fucking crazy, but there was that whole like people were posting black squares and then hashtag Black Lives Matter. Yeah, it was just flooding out all the actual like information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that ended up just being like a really stupid social media move on a lot of people's parts. I don't know. It's fucking wild. Uh, yeah, so we have, we have a few more stories before we get into our main thing. Um, Fox News is losing its mind about uh, the wet-ass pussy song again. Which it seems like every few months, like, that specific thing is going to be what in society. I, I enjoy it, because I like that these people are, like, outing themselves as, like, never having pleased, <laughs> pleased a woman. Yeah, they're no <laughs> pussy-having motherfuckers. They're... Yeah. What Zero Pussy I does like, to a motherfucker. It's that meme, well, but Candace, just like Tucker there. Well, the big thing <laughs> was Candace Owens. Like, Candace Owens went on Tucker Carlson and was like, um, why is this being promoted to children? I'm like, it's the what a what a pussy song. It's not for kids, I don't think. There's no like kids' bot version of the wet ass pussy. Yeah, there might be. I don't know. There is. It's. Yeah. Uh, send it to us on our email. Oh no, don't. <laughs> what? No, don't, don't. All right. Um, it, I was just gonna say that that take is very interesting because yeah, Candace Owens said that you know, WAP means that you know it's the decline of the empire or whatever. This is the kind of culture that you get at the decline of the empire. I've heard plenty of like, just I don't know. There, there's been way worse songs than Wet Ass Pussy in the past, like, fucking 15 years. There's been, like, worse songs than that. Sure, yeah, of course. The Crazy it's Bitch song weird. by the Buck Cherries? That's worse. 
just that weird narrative because like i it's it's interesting because it's like everybody on every populist out there knows that like the country's in decline like even candace owens gets to say that now that biden's president i guess and yeah they had to pretend (laughs) everything was cool and yeah well like that song came out when trump was president yeah, because the Ben Shapiro's like, my wife's pussy has never wet. And they wouldn't yeah. bully him, but he was like, my wife, the doctor, said that it's normal to have a dry pussy. <laughs> Dude, that guy R- rules. Fucking lives for content. Like, that had, that Blaze clip had to have gotten, like, fucking a billion views, probably. Yeah. Was it? <laughs> Here's what I was like thinking about about like the wet ass the WAP thing. I'm not gonna say fucking wet ass pussy any more times. <laughs> Here's, like about like with the WAP thing. Do you think there's like there were like people like in like the fall of, like the Ottoman Empire or like the Roman Empire like as it was collapsing because we're witnessing the end of like a civilization. Do you think there were people then that were like, oh yeah, this like popular like shanty is like the reason that like <laughs> the the, the yeah, reason I mean, like our society is crumbling and our like infrastructure is like eroding before our eyes it's not government overpopulation and just like over like <laughs> like you know what i mean yeah. do you think there was no, like no, yeah i i absolutely think that you're onto something there i think this is like a cultural affirming moment for, you know, Fox News right winger like fashy types, right? They get to invoke this and just be like, it's the end. Like, see, we when we had it, it was correct. And now it's not. And yeah, it's not as like over manufacturing and like, you know, stripping all the resources and <laughs> it's the yeah. it's this like weird piece of like pop culture. That's right. the reason. It's- it's two very, you know, like strong black women not in this, the song, like, right? Not these so, very obvious like things that yeah, we're doing. Which, <laughs> which like for you know, for cultural norms, it's you know, it's good to be like, see, those women are the reason why the country's in decline. It's like we are not in any positions of power. What the fuck are you talking about? Like It was like the Sailor it's like the witch trials where it's like if those yeah. women those women are the reasons, like, we don't have enough corn. It's just, like, burn two ladies. It's like that, yeah. but, like, stupider. Yeah. We have thing, too, is, like, technology. Candace yeah. Owens was like, this is the message that they're teaching all of our children, like, to grow up and, like, expect, like... Expect to be pleased to sexually. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's the fall of fucking Western civilization. When women start, like, demanding more. <laughs> no, but that is, that. like, something, because, I don't know. It all, yeah, I've been working, trying to work on, like, a bit about this, because I think it's just, like, a funny, like, concept, where it's, like, you're at the point where you can see clearly that, like, oh, an endpoint is near. Like, who knows how near it is, but there's, like, an endpoint. Like, we have a shelf life. <laughs> Get, Unless we make dramatic changes. We have a shelf life. And so people now are like, fuck, it's the wet-ass pussy song. Or it's Harry Styles, like, wearing 
a skirt. Yeah. That's the what's going to make me, the world end. The weird thing to me is like, like as right wingers have like railed against like uh, like pop culture shit forever, that the like cultural degradation of a, the United States didn't like epitomize with the election of like a literal reality game show host who said shit that was like easily possible, like easily fact checked and provably possible, like prove, provable that it was false and like all that shit that doesn't point to the degradation of American culture, but like two fucking well, artists, like fucking... song artists, like rap artists, or that's that's it. Like you elected a game show host, you elected a, you literally elected a reality television person. Well, what's crazy is this shit's been going on since like Tipper Gore and shit, where she's been like with like oh, two yeah. live crew and shit, and it's like two live crew is probably way gnarlier than. That WAP song, because they can play the WAP song on the radio. They just have to, like, they do, do like, the weird fade-outs and shit. Yeah. But, like, there's, <laughs> yeah. like, so many two-life crew songs you can't play on the radio. Because they're just, like, yeah. the most vulgar shit. And it's, like, they were fine with that, because who was, like, was that when Reagan was president? Was that the 80s? Yeah. And they were, like, no, this is fine. And then it's, like, it's... Uh, when Bush was president, they had that, like, my neck, my back, my pussy, and my crack song. <laughs> like, this has been a thing forever, but now it's, like, now that they can, like, see the end, it, like, fuck, we gotta, like, spin this. And they're like, it's Nicki Minaj's fault. <laughs> Dude, yeah, I mean... It's like, not this... the Koch brothers' fault. It's Nicki Minaj's fault for... This is, like, like the perpetual thing, right? And the response is the the cancel culture argument and then like it just keeps going and like the thing about these cultural arguments is that they're very circular and there's no way to really like reason with the people that are talking about this shit because it's like wait oh you don't get this at all like you you i've gotten in screaming matches with like friends that do comedy where i'm just like cancel it's not a real thing yeah, it doesn't exist. It's fucking. It's not a real thing. It's you're just being. You're being like weird babies. You're just right, yeah. but like it. It's a real thing in the sense that like it's people like Noam Chomsky that get canceled, or it's leftists not having like, yeah. any sort yeah. of like outlet on any sort of mainstream media to like. Well, here's like the thing I was like thinking about with like the cancel culture comedy thing. Because there was a thing that happened with Bill Burr earlier this week where he did something at, like, the Grammys. Where he did some okay. joke where he's like, I know what you think. He, like, I don't know. They had him, like, introduce, like, the piss Latin artist or something. And he did some, like, hack old man joke. He's like, I know what you're thinking. What's this white boy doing up here hosting these? Whatever. He, like, mispronounced some names. And people were like, yeah, maybe you shouldn't have Bill Burr do that. And there were, like, a few people who were like, Bill Burr's a racist and all this shit. The thing with Bill Burr is Bill Burr's been on the record to be like, yeah, cancel culture is not like a thing. If you don't like yeah. what I say, then it's fine. It's fine. He, yeah. He's I, Bill Burr says a lot of like things I don't agree with. Yeah, of course. But also he's never been like, you're trying to stop me from saying this. He's like, nah, whatever. I'm just going <laughs> to say this thing that I want to say. But That's then you have like dudes like about- Tim Dillon who make videos that are like, I'm defending comedy against the nurse. Ugh. It's like, 
You're a pussy, dude. You're being a little baby. This is the baby thing to do. <laughs> You're being a yeah, little baby. Like, <laughs> like, while Bill Burr definitely says problematic shit, he also has that, like, self-awareness to be like, look, I'm a product of, like, the 70s, yeah. and this is my upbringing, and yes, I'm sexist. Like, okay, you know you're kind of in the wrong. Like, that doesn't make it, like, that doesn't make the problematic shit, like, go away, but it's, like, you're self-aware, so. Yeah, you know, like, and that's why he's funnier than a lot of these fucking <laughs> assholes, because he actually understands that he doesn't, he isn't, like, the be-all, end-all on anything, and he understands that, and that's a good thing to understand. That's the thing with, like, funny. even, that's the thing even with, like, Patrice. Patrice would say fucking wild shit. Like, wild, like, super sexy shit. But then there'd be times where, like, in real time, you could see him go, like, ah, well, maybe, nah, I don't know. And just kind of, like, evolve. And I don't know, it's just a very weird thing. I don't know how to explain. But you I could see him true. kind of go, like, maybe that was shitty. And then be like, why did I, like, that's just the way... As opposed to you doing shit that bombed or shit that didn't go over well and being like, you're trying to literally destroy comedy by not laughing at me. <laughs> it's like, such like with, a baby thing to do. With like Patrice and Burr, there's like moments where you're like, you can kind of like say like, oh, this is a you, this is a you thing. Not right. this is a women thing. This is a this thing. Like this is a... You're an idiot. Like you're, you're a sexist. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, that's you're the thing. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like Patrice, you could see him do that on stage where he would like say a thing, and then you'd see him like in real time just realize like, ah, maybe this is like a, maybe this is like a me thing. Maybe this is like a weird thing that is wrong with me. <laughs> and then I, I mean, most of the time, I think he doubled down because that was his comedic style. And that was like the thing he did. But you could see that it wasn't just some like. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. Like, I, like, like a lot of it was super sexist, but you could see that there was, like, that part of him that was, like, I'm actually, like, thinking about this, and I don't know. Ah, and it wasn't just him being, like, man, women should only cook and clean, and then someone booing him. And him being, like, well, what's your problem? You can't take a joke? It's just a joke. What are you, like, a Nazi or something? Telling me I can't joke? It's like if you heckled him, he would be like, well, what's your problem with this? And then they like talk about it. And he'd probably like end up somebody on the more sexist side, but at least he'd like talk to you about it instead of just like screaming at like a nurse that COVID's not real. Whereas like somebody like Seinfeld's like, oh, you don't like my gay French king thing. That's literally the best joke that has ever been written. So you're <laughs> dumb and you don't understand comedy. Yeah. Well, and I'm going to go on Seth Meyers and. Jimmy complain Fallon. about bombing yeah yeah i don't know it's uh it's stupid uh the last thing so kamala harris news amador you said she tried vegan food yeah and that's it that's all that happened with it that, this week that's right? all that happened yeah. it, was a, it was a very fluff piece to be fair these are not the kind of articles i read but uh friend of mine sent it to me so they get a special shout out for this one but uh yeah um this article um uh, just talks about how kamala harris uh <laughs> is not eating meat anymore because mm. um you know it's a 
You know, largely I agree, you know, like, hey, maybe limit your meat consumption or whatever. I don't know why it's uh, necessary to write this about this, but uh, here we are. Um, she uh, did it. Someone also bring a uh, gun to her house. I thought you were going to go into that, but then you just went on about the meat thing for 97 minutes. Wait, what? Didn't you send that thing know. where someone showed up to... Was that her house? Oh, with like, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, there's been a lot of... Oh, sorry. Like 300 yeah. bullets or some crazy amount of bullets? Yeah, some San Antonio guy uh, was at her house, apparently, with 113 bullets in his vehicle at her house. And, um, yeah, I mean, I, this is why I struggle to think that, you know... Um, there are people that you can convince uh, to be on your side on certain things. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's pretty crazy. Uh, pretty crazy day for Kamala, I guess. Um, it's really weird juxtaposed with the Joe Bidenopolis. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, what the fuck was that thing? Uh-huh. <laughs> What was that? Was that an onion thing? What was that weird thing you said? It was like it was like three sentences, and I didn't understand any of it. <laughs> like I just wanted to juxtapose, you know, the different uh, experiences of these two vice presidents. So yeah, um, Joe Biden uh, once went into a Greek restaurant. And was like, I'm Joe Bidenopoulos, and. Uh, I, and then, and then he just asks him. He's like, "Go on, ask George about this." And then, the, and then the article was like, "I guess George like was there at the red." I don't know who George is. Like the article seemed confused about yeah. the article. <laughs> <laughs> see, I didn't see the byline, so I thought that was the thing that happened. Like now, I didn't see that that was what he was VP. I thought Joe Biden was to a place now as president. It was like, hey, man, I'm, I'm a great guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. That happened in 2012 where he was like, I'm Greek, ask George. And I was like, who the fuck is George? <laughs> that happened in 2012, and we elected that guy in 2020. <laughs> no one in that great restaurant voted for him. They're just trying to eat lamb. And then just like this demented old man bleeding from his eyes. He's like, I'm Greek, man. Ask George how Greek I am. Dude, that's how bad elections are, like, for us. Like, how do you not come out of that story than the fucking election in 2020? He gets elected. Like, how do you not become the Joker after that? There's no way. (laughs) Someone in that Greek restaurant was definitely the Joker. Which Joker? Was it the Jared Leto Joker or the... Yeah, that one. Jared Leto Joker. Oh, the hot Joker. The one who's like, look at my abs. <laughs> I haven't gotten to the part in the Schneider Cut with him yet. I'm looking forward to it. I'm like two hours into it. I'm looking forward to the Jared Leto Joker part. I just love that that's, that's a thing. It's, that... it's good. They split it into like forty-five minute like chapters. It says end of chapter at the end of it, so you can watch like a TV show. Oh, I didn't fine. know that. Um, so I've just been watching it like forty-five minute hour chunks, and I'm like, yeah, this is like better than any of the Marvel things. 
it's like more fun characters and stuff. It's it's not bad. Um, yeah. So let's get to the main thing. Um, that happened this week, which was uh, the shooting in Atlanta. Um. Yeah. Do you, do do either of you want to cover it more in depth or? It was like he yeah. went to a was it a. It was a some guy, uh, some fucking like white guy. He was like traveling. He went to like multiple massage parlors and killed uh, eight people, I believe. Most of them they, were they were all Asian, Asian women. right? Yeah, yeah. And then, um, so this is what I woke up to was that cop being like, "Well, I woke up to like the thing on my phone, like the ESPN notification, being like LeBron condemns violence that happened in Atlanta." I was like, what the fuck? And then I checked Twitter, and the first thing I saw was the uh, the cop at, like, 10.30 in the morning being like, this is not a hate crime. The guy was, like, addicted to sex, and he was having a bad day, which is fucking bonkers, which is a nuts thing but to say. Also, can I, like, I don't know, <laughs> obviously, but um, there's been, a, like, a weird uh turn where like because that guy said that that this was a like a sex addiction thing like there has been like this jump to conclusions that these women were had anything to do with fucking sex work oh yeah no i was gonna say that the fuck who's the milkshake guy that we hate andy no he posted like a thing that was like um pretty much accusing these women of being sex workers where he posted like yelp reviews uh, that people were like, I went to this massage parlor and they gave me a weak massage and then tried to jerk me off. And then posting, you know, like the ads of like the women, the kind of like glamour shots. So that's what it's getting turned into. It's getting turned into these like weird freaks that are going to use this too. Yeah. As like I an mean, illusion to protect sex workers. But it's like every time they try to quote unquote protect sex workers, they end up just making it more dangerous. Yeah, there was a. Uh, it's wild. There was this guy uh, who's like a reply guy to like Trump's Twitter. He's this like Asian doctor guy. Oh, Doctor Gu, Doctor Eugene Gu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know that so, guy. <laughs> yeah, I know that guy. I, I couldn't remember his name, but he tweeted some shit where he was like, "These women." were you know they had lives or whatever to even suggest that they were like sex workers but basically saying that you know sex workers aren't people is what it sounded like like reading it this weird like like, jack the ripper shit or it's just they're just like they're taking the wrong thing from it where they're like how dare you suggest these women were sex workers it's like this is real work and also, like, you're right. There was nothing to suggest they were that. Which makes yeah, it... Yeah, it's kind of like, a, even if they were sex workers, this is not, obviously not a justification for fucking murder. Yeah. There's, as far as I've seen, there's nothing that indicates that they that they were. Right, this guy just said he had a sex addiction. Allegedly. And Who knows if he said that? We're not going to hear from this fucking guy. Well, the thing is, it's like, yeah, and there's that fucking stereotype about Asian massage parlors, and right. this guy decided that he, his excuse was he had a sex addiction, so he went to a bunch of fucking massage parlors, 
and specifically targeted Asian women because he saw them as like temptresses. How you go from that, it's like, even if it was a sex addiction, it's obviously still race related. Right. And you're just like fetishizing like a race of women. You're like making them like objects, like sex objects instead of people. I mean, yeah, I mean, this is, you know, a culmination of just a shitload of, like, red scare tactics, like, from America in general towards Asian people. I mean, when Trump, Trump was doing it, you know, with all the, you know, China flu or whatever. Well, he did it even as recently in that weird, like, he did it press the day release. before the shooting happened. Yeah, in that press release, he was like, called the China virus. Yeah. And then, of course, you know, another thing that came out about the officer that was talking about uh, the shooting was that he, you know, had, had, of course, purchased a shirt that said that the virus was imported. Yeah, it was like, from the, corona, China. It was like the Corona logo and said it imported yeah, from yeah. China. And. He did yeah. when he posted the t- when you show when you send us a tweet of that he's like I got my new Corona shirt check out this store and the store was just called like shirts and signs the store so he just yeah. got it like printed up like a print shop uh, he was also Blackwater this officer yeah, he, he was also Blackwater, Blackwater which <laughs> Jesus I don't know seems like it should be not allowed if you're like a mercenary that you just get to go be a regular cop it seems like i I think if you've ever been a mercenary you should be barred from like literally all jobs yeah (laughs) yeah if you yeah (sighs) and it's weird that this is the guy that gets to like publicly say uh if it was racism or not like the blackwater covid denier yeah (laughs) fucking insane what? Every time, like, cops try to do, like, a fucking, like, a David Simon-esque, like, analysis of, like, a killer, it always just ends up them being, like, yeah, I mean, I guess he, I guess he's just a little crabby that day. It's all just, like, very shitty, dumb stuff. Like, why do you let the, why do they keep letting the cops do this for, like, white killers? They just go up and try to, like... Uh, analyze them and be like i guess you were just sad because i don't know one tree hill got canceled and he took it out by blowing up a mosque or some fucked up shit like that like it's just like (laughs) it's like why do you let these like small town like go over pile ass cops like do this shit cops are there to like uh fucking uh, dismiss the notion that this is a trend that this is a like a circumstance of continued like white violence against minority communities the cops are there to just like dismiss that notion and to like give shelter to right-wing political ideologies that promote like white supremacy mostly because they are also obviously racist pieces of shit but if there was like any acknowledgement on the cops part that hey this is a this is part of a trend of increased violence against asian uh, people, they 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 would have to end up having to have a dialogue like, mm-hmm. hey, where'd this come from? Oh, Republican politicians uh, that were calling the fucking Wuhan flu and all that shit. Yeah, like I I don't think it's a circumstance of where like obviously there's not like a smoke filled room, but it's like 
hey, the people that are in these positions of power are shitty. Yeah. Assholes. Well, I mean, like, the, the crazy thing, too, is that, you know, that there's, like, the overt, you know, Trump-style, like, anti-Chinese rhetoric, anti-Asian rhetoric, uh, but mostly anti-Chinese, right? Um, but then there's, like, Biden, Red Scare shit, too, right? Yeah, well, that's what, yeah, that's what I was going to mention. Sorry, is that Biden, No, yeah, Biden's doing the same right. thing, <laughs> just with, like, he's just, like, the suit and tie version of it, right? Yeah, because didn't during the election, he was like, I'm going to be tough on China. Like, what yeah. the fuck does that mean? It, yeah. What the fuck does that mean? That you're going to be tough on China? It's, yeah. It, it, it's a problem everywhere, too, man. Like, just this week, or, or this week or last week, um, in San Antonio, there was uh, a place called the Noodle Tree. Um, and it's run by this Asian man named Mike Wynn. And... They fucking vandalized his restaurant. They put a bunch of anti, you know, Asian shit, like spray painted all over the place. And um, it was largely in response to the fact that he was vocal about Greg Abbott lifting the, you know, the mask mandate and saying, I have lymphoma. I'm running a fucking restaurant. That's fucking crazy that you would lift the mask mandate. Yeah. There are a bunch of us that, you know, are like, if we get COVID, we're fucked. And, yeah. Well, that was like, a common thing, too. Obviously, we're, we're talking about it because it happened. Yeah. But that was, like, a regular thing that was happening, too, where restaurants were like, I'm going to, like, have people wear masks. And then them get multiple restaurants getting threats that, like, yeah. they were going to have, they were going to call ice on their staff and shit. And there's just, like, this... I don't know. It's and, and there's well, a thing I sent you guys today that JD Vance fucking USA Today op-ed where he's like actually yeah. like uh the actually the kindest thing you can do is to like you know close the borders and there's just like this weird like nationalism that's like happening in America where they're like it's weird to me that like a uh, uh, not weird but like it's the fucking hillbilly eulogy guy gets to go on and be like hey the most humane thing is to close the borders and like never at any fucking point do any of these people go like why why are there so many people well, coming here well in his <laughs> whole thing there's talk that he's gonna run for senate no yeah he, he is he's doing it he's oh, gonna he lose because he sucks and he's a fat little moron but he's doing it <laughs> He's backed by, like, some Peter Thiel, like, fucking super back. Yeah, yeah um, they fronted, like, millions of dollars for him already. Yeah, but the whole point of his, like, not the whole point of it, but a big part of his, like, that op-ed was, um, the, um, we could fix the unemployment problem by having more factories and, like, manufacturing in America. And Democrats don't want that. And it's like, dude, there's so many, like, to do that, you'd have to pay people like a living wage, right? People aren't going to, I mean, you don't have to, but you should. <laughs> Anywhere you should do that. <laughs> so but they like, probably wouldn't. But even like, uh, you know, they, for like slave labor in America, they're making more than they would in these overseas like markets 
And that's why these companies go there because they can exploit these fucking people for pennies on the dollar. And Americans, they can exploit too, but like, you know, it would cost more to exploit them even at like, you know, slave wages here. And to kind of go... See, this is why we should just like not let people in because like... Look, they're taking all of our jobs and they're sending all of our jobs there. Doesn't it suck to like not have Americans like have all the jobs and like all the houses and shit? And it's just like that's that that's something to keep with the corporations. Like talk to yeah. fucking I don't know. Your arguments about like bringing manufacturing jobs back to the US, like I'm sorry, but you should uh, completely divorce those arguments away from immigration because otherwise right. you're not arguing in good faith. Right. And whenever I hear that too, like, oh, if you're going to bring up immigration, it's like, obviously the reason that undocumented workers are used by these corporations is because they can be exploited. And that's the reason like jobs are outsourced. So, I mean, if we're talking about bringing manufacturing back to the United States, what are we talking about? Are we talking about creating jobs? Or are we talking about prison labor? Because <laughs> that's where those jobs are going to go. Right. That's yeah. what I was trying to say less eloquent, eloquently because I was distracted by my talk. But yes. <laughs> I was, yeah, I know that was a bunch of word salad on my end, and I apologize. I was trying to focus and also not get bit by a dog. <laughs> <laughs> JD Vance is Travis's dog. Yeah. I keep, yeah. We have like a weird dom what? sub relationship where I keep that fat. Appalachian one idiot. My <laughs> apartment is my dog. <laughs> one thing that I do want to bring up about the rise in like Asian hate crimes is that I had an inkling like while this was spiking under Trump like a while ago. Oh, like the right wing is going to use this as an excuse to discredit uh, Black Lives Matter and call for divestment in policing. Um, and I think that is what is happening and it's a very like, it's a, it's a, it's a weird, I don't know if you guys have noticed, but there is like a, definitely by like a lot of racist white people, uh, Asian, uh, were held up as like a model minority. Mm -hmm. And now that hate right. crimes are happening against Asians and some of the perpetrators are black, like there are going to be calls from the right wing for more policing in these communities. And definitely um, like I've seen people being like, well, where's black lives matter on these Asian like hate crimes. And like, I see that strategy, like wearing its fucking head. Wasn't the model majority or model minority thing also like created as like a way to divide you know, yeah. like black and Asian, yeah. black and Latino, and black and blah blah and blah. Right. Also, absolutely, yeah, and it's absolute. Also, absolutely, a way that they fucking ignore hate crimes against Asians because they'll whip out some sort of like something fucking stupid statistic, like oh well, fucking. Yeah, I mean, like they they hold them up as like this thing, but then they just they they ignore. Well, one thing they love to bring up, they like one of their favorite things to bring up is like the uh, was it in '92, the Rodney King, the Watts riots, or no, that was in the '70s. After Rodney King, where they were like, well, a lot of the damage done was to like Korean or like you know, 
um, Asian-owned businesses. It's like, I don't know. Right. That's like a stat you see thrown out all the fucking time by these people. And yeah, it's like, I mean, but you're also, I mean, uh, go ahead, sorry. No, 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 good. No, I was just going to say, but that's also, that. but that's a disingenuous argument on their part, because that's just them trying to deflect what the actual, like, anger was about. Which is the fact that cops got acquitted for, like, openly right. brutalizing a man. They, the only reason they bring that up is to detract from, you know, what the, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's absolutely going to lead to more policing. I mean, as it is, the George Floyd Act that um, was going around in Congress uh, gives more money to cops. So that's what you can expect. Um, You know, I mean, it's just insane. That's just like like celebrating in the end zone, right? It's just like naming an act. After the person. That's just that. that, Yeah. But, dude, like... that's so crazy. Is that that act, fucking act would not have saved George Floyd's life in that right. situation? Is like the insane fucking thing about that fucking All shit. But thing- also for it to like include a huge amount of money to the fucking cops, like no. The thing about <laughs> all these like acts or like reforms, quote unquote, like reform acts and shit that they like propose, just to make it so it's like. It's easier for the cops to, like, get away with, yeah, like, shit. Like, it's... That's a, I'd like to just say from a perspective of living in Seattle, we have a large Asian community here. There's a part of the city called the International District, which is uh, the home of a lot of Asian people that live in Seattle. There's a lot of Asian restaurants and businesses down there, and... You can tell just by, like, going down there that there's, like, serious neglect during COVID um, to that part of the community. Um, For one thing, they've spent a lot of the Seattle police specifically have spent a lot of time running off homeless people, which Seattle has a huge homeless population. They spent a lot of time running homeless people out of uh, the more popular areas of town or the more uh, white areas of town and have funneled all of the homeless population, or at least a large portion of it, into the international district. Uh, there's a lot of businesses down there that you can tell just by going down there have been vandalized and all that. So it's 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 very, like, this narrative that I see that, like, oh, more policing is going to solve this fucking issue of hate crimes against Asians is is complete fucking bullshit because the cops have spent <laughs> literally no time. They don't give a fuck. I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you see it everywhere, man. Like, as far as the cops doing sweeps of, you know, homeless encampments and shit like that, um, I was just looking this up while you were mentioning that, uh, but the city of San Antonio did 151 sweeps of homeless encampments during the pandemic like they keep uh, here in san antonio there are like there is so austin has purchased hotels you know for you know temporary housing for mm-hmm. houses people the city of san antonio like dangles oh we're gonna buy we, we might buy one and then like nothing happens and they just keep doing the same shit that they've been doing over and over and over again um l- I don't know what to make of this, but uh, on Wednesday, 
uh, San Antonio DSA, like, and, you know, other left groups in San Antonio showed up to an encampment that it was reported there was going to be a sweep there and they just ended up not doing it. So it's one of those things where it seems like if you have like organizations like willing to fucking like show up, like whenever these things are going to happen, like you can prevent that kind of thing. But it's also like 151 times. Like, how are you going to get like people to show up 151 fucking times? Right. And that's what you they're know, banking like, on is to just be like, do it so on such a massive scale that's just like you get over fucking whelmed and you can't you either get worn out or you like physically you like physically can't be at all of them like it's just right well that's their literal fucking job that's yeah that's that's their nine to five is harassing and beating the shit out of homeless people or or doing this like oh i don't i mean i've been working during this entire pandemic i can't fucking show it like nobody can do that Mm-hmm. That they're paid, they're paid by the city. Our fucking tax dollars, yeah. they're paid by the city to be fucking brutal to homeless people. Seattle's done that. Like I don't even like Jesus fucking Christ. Seattle's homeless population is is one of the highest in the country. And yeah, the cops are just like, we'll see homeless camps in like every park, and then they like clear they clear a park. And and where in Seattle that they divert these homeless populations do is also telling in that they divert these homeless populations to the international district, which is a heavy Asian population or South Seattle, which is a heavy like a black and Hispanic population. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like zone policing. They, they do this shit. Mm -hmm. They deliberately like move like homeless people to other areas where, yeah, like you all, like we've all been saying, you know, like, they move them to areas where, you know, there's no, you know, large, like, important commerce to the city, you know. They, oh, they, they send these people to the international district, that's fine, you know, it's the Asian community, we don't really, like, cater to them. Like, we cater to, you know, Jeff Bezos, Bill Gates, and, like, all the crazy fucking tech assholes that live out there. It's, it's insane. It's just a specific strategy that, like, is fucking gross in that I think that these Asian night crimes are going to be used in whatever manner that they can by people like Steven Crowder and shitheads on the right like that to discredit uh, calls for divestment from the police and calls to just, like, and they're going to try and discredit uh, the protests that happened over the summer and Black Lives Matter in general because of these hate crimes and i think like <laughs> that might seem hard to do but those are like the mental gymnastics that these people will go through to try and continue this like system which is like you don't give a fuck about asian people like what the fuck are you talking about like you said like what steven crowder how many fucking sketches of steven crowder like yeah wearing, like a so right that's the thing or like buck teeth or going ching chong or whatever the fuck that's the thing I was going to bring up is that the YouTube uh, CEO tweeted a thing that's like, this kind of hate speech won't stand on our platform. And people were just like, in her replies, posting screenshots of the Steven Crowder videos. And a bunch of his like, I don't know, weird like stands or like reply guys were just like, um, weird you're not posting any of the videos so we don't get context you're just posting screenshots and people were going like 
Look, he has like book teeth in and like a fucking straw hat and he's the name of the video is like Ching Chong the dumb China man or something and they're like oh this is the dishonest argument because this is just comedy and it's like this shit's not man it's fucking it's not you're like normalizing like hating like a specific like you're I don't know it's like a thing where I think uh, like I remember when Borat came out um and, like, so many dudes that I knew, like, just, like, in my friend group and shit, all of a sudden thought it was, like, hilarious to be anti-Semitic. And it's just kind of like, I'm not saying that, like, you know, Borat's bad or anything, but it's just like, that you, like, you can't, I don't know, it, it there's, like, a responsibility to that shit, and also Steven Crowder's not an honest actor. Sasha Baron Cohen is a comedic genius, and you can be like, what he's doing is satire. Right. Steven Crowder, it's like, no, you have a track record of being a racist. And you allowing that on your platform, it's like, not just allowing it, but like it thrives on your platform. It gets millions of views, and it's like, no, you like normalize this shit. And then they complain. They'd be like, oh, this is what's come to. You get canceled for... Doing a dumb Asian voice. And it's like, yeah, dude. That's racist. I don't know. It's The internet's a cesspool. And it, uh, we should just all go back to reading books, is what I say. Yeah. We all need to read fucking theory. I don't, or fucking something that'll get us out of this fucking shitty... Hell site. Yeah. We need to listen to low end theory. Drive <laughs> <laughs> Gone Quest album. It's a good album. It is a good album. We should all listen to it instead of doing racism on Twitter. That's <laughs> Just five about, listen like, to tribe. With the these hate crimes and stuff, I uh, obviously they're against the Asian community at large. Just because obviously uh, racists can't differentiate between Chinese people. Not that it would be okay if they were attacking Chinese people, but right, yeah, it's it it is it is very weird because like I've seen a lot of coverage of these crimes, and not a lot of them seem to like reconcile with the fact that for like the past year, the president of the United States is like. Fuck China. China. Or that Joe Biden, even, like, running during the election, yeah. was like, fuck China. Like, do you think any of these fucking morons going out spray-painting or assaulting elderly Asian people are like, oh, that guy's fucking like, differentiate? No. Like. Yeah. It's fucked up. I don't know. Uh. Yeah, let's just listen to Tribe Called Quest and read books and burn all the computers. <laughs> I think that's the solution. And um, I'm gonna try and like just buy some like property in Washington and live on a commune. You guys went in like we could just no internet, no nothing. You just farm. Uh, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> what are we farming? Weed. Oh, yeah, weed. Farming <laughs> weed and growing Good. mushrooms. That's the right answer. I'm and in. not selling them. <laughs> We're just going to do all of, 
We're just gonna do all the weed and all the mushrooms we grow and listen to Tribe Called Quest. There you go. Uh, That's the map to happiness. So we've been running long today, so I think we're gonna cut the uh, Insane the Limp rant for this week. Uh, uh, Yeah, I think that's the episode. Thanks for listening to this uh, fucking nuts episode. (laughs) We started off talking about God knows what. And then I got distracted like three times and just like word salad my way through it. So I apologize for the quality of this episode. (laughs) But uh, we'll be back on Tuesday with a real one. Um, Until next time. You can rate and subscribe. Uh, I'm fucking this up. Bye. <laughs> bye goodbye. <laughs> G- goodbye. I'm done. I'm done talking. I can't do it anymore. <laughs> okay. Bye forever.